Welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. My name is Dan Ledbetter, and with us as always, the lovely, talented, vivacious, absolutely wonderful queen of all media, Priscilla McKinney. How are you, Priscilla? <laughs> I'm good. So that's a new one. I got queen of all media. You did. You did. I, You know, we haven't talked in a little while, so I figured yeah. I had to uh, step up my game. So oh, I like it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I should go away for a little while, come back. I like coming on my own show because then I get to hear all these nice compliments. <laughs> <the> <laughs> you <intro>. do. Exactly. <laughs> no, little, keep it up. <laughs> a little bit of affirmation never hurt anyone. It's a right. good thing. Stop. So no, how, don't stop. No, don't stop. Tell me more. <laughs> Enough about me. What do you think about me? <laughs> so how are things going? What's been going on with you? Oh, it's, it, you know, it's great. I mean, life in digital media world and content media world is just, it's always changing. And it's, um, I have been, as you know, on the road right. like crazy this year. Yes. So, you know, and, and I wanted to do that. I wanted to add more to my calendar when we were talking last year. I really wanted to have 2018 full of opportunities for me to speak and network and connect with people. And um, my goodness, I, I got it. I got a lot of requests and um, I really enjoyed speaking at these conferences. And I got, you know, some of them were private consulting um, days, but my goodness, it was a blast. But I am I am glad to be home, too, for maybe the next uh, two, two months I'm home. Right. Well, that's good. I mean, it's better to be uh, wanted and have too much work than to be sitting at home by the phone waiting for it to ring kind of thing. Right. Yeah, for sure. And it's also, you know, this kind of stuff I'm doing is right up my alley. I mean, I spoke at in Vegas at Insights Association. I was out in Colorado doing some a full day of some, you know, um, some private uh, consulting. And uh, I was teaching uh, out in Denver. I was also at another client's teaching LinkedIn, mm-hmm. helping people use Facebook. And we're going to talk about that today. We're helping them use Facebook in order to um, recruit people for market research studies. Just really interesting problems that clients have put in front of me and said, hey, we have this real tough nut to crack. Right. Can you come in and let's let's figure out how we can how we can do it, how we can use digital tools to solve our real real marketing challenges. Right. Well, now, speaking of Facebook, I know so much has happened in Facebook land since the last <laughs> time we spoke. Good Lord. Uh, it's almost been like the Facebook. Facebook or whatever well, they call it. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, we all know the zombie one's coming, but who knew it was going to be Mark Zuckerberg first? Oh, yeah, who knew he was going to be like the band leader leading the way? Good heavens. Well, and we talked a while back about how hilarious the actual proceedings were. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's just touch on that for all a right. moment. All right, here's the thing I loved about it. Number one, absolutely the funniest thing ever was all of the aftermath from it, where... Mm-hmm. All the memes that were coming out, like somebody, uh, somebody, somebody photoshopped Mark Zuckerberg turning into a reptilian alien, and and like <laughs> like, pho- like photoshopped him looking like Data from Star Trek because his answer he never blinked. That's the right. creepiest thing. <laughs> that was the problem. No, the problem were the people asking him questions oh. didn't know a thing. Oh I mean, my gosh. where do these people live? Like, what? I mean, how do they? <laughs> Like, do I was, you not know what Facebook is? I was so surprised that one of them didn't go, now, Mr. Zuckerberg, when you phone the receiver coupler to the modem <laughs> and no, dial I in. Were, I thought they were going to break out the floppy disk to insert for, you know, AOL <laughs> to boot it up. 
maybe you should use this. Look at this disc I got from AOL, Mr. Zuckerberg. I got this free DVD. Is <laughs> what we call it? That was my attempt at the sound of the internet modem. That was pretty good, though. <laughs> What's no, that? I was with you. I knew exactly what it was. It's, it's been a long time since I have heard that, but, you know, I'm going to go get that sound clip. Maybe we'll insert it right here. We'll ask I, I think we need to. Layton should put that in there. I think okay. That's, that's oh, my gosh. Hilarious. Yeah, totally hilarious. Yeah, they. I mean, it was like they didn't even know what Facebook was or how it worked. No. And the, just the ridiculous amount of feigned shame that like they're shaming him for what's going on I'm like it's you know, it's our own social doing people that we've all agreed to do this online yes. I don't know why you're acting like you're all so holier than thou oh my gosh it, yeah it was very funny if you haven't seen it already I highly recommend you go and find uh the bad lip reading oh okay of the of the hearings Okay, that'll that'll be funny. I love watching bad lip reading. Oh, it's brilliant! It is. I so should get one funny. of those guys on this show. Oh, good lord! Yeah, they would be brilliant. I would oh love God. to. Super hear fun. From them. Yeah, the just to me the ridiculousness of uh, you know people getting outraged about what's going on on Facebook. It's like. At what point did you not think Facebook was a company? Right. And could do their like this. It's not like this is a public trust, you know, that we created for goodwill of all citizens or something. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Mark has been clear that he owns a company for, you know, for a long time. Well, so yeah. and just, Facebook is not an inalienable right that we have. Exactly. That's it's like it's a service like. we use. It's like when people I, I just find it so funny, like when Facebook makes a change or even a layout change mm -hmm. and people just get all uppity and entitled about they shouldn't be doing this to us. It, it's, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a company. You are you are giving your information as payment to use this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a, the biggest point. It's free. Yes. You are giving your information as payment. You do not have to participate. No one's forced you into it. But, you know, this is the other thing you touched on. You said, you know, when people uh, see the change, they, they just flip out, which is absolutely true. They go bananas. Oh, yeah. And they act like as if it's never changed. But no joke. I mean, it, Facebook has always been changing. The algorithm is, is always being updated. So this idea like... You know, this tells me that these people are living in a world where they think there's like, oh, it was like this yesterday and it's like this today. No, we are in a world of constant algorithm updates right. that you are not privy to or you and you don't even you don't sense. They're just constantly <clears throat> happening. And, you know, if I can go through and even chronicle, you know. You know, some of the positive changes, some of the negative changes, you know, in terms of who, but it's all from whose perspective. Right. You know, the positive things like, you know, it was 2007 when, when they created fan pages. Right. And, you know, that launched and, and people were like, oh my gosh, I can make Facebook for my company. And it was such a positive change, but they, they don't remember those positive things when no, all of a sudden no. they change something they don't like. Right. Um, you know, and I know there's a lot of stink and what we're going to talk about today is really about, you know, the big problem that, and a lot of questions that I get about, the reach and how it's changed. And everybody's known this, though. They act like this happened in 2018. But P.S., no, it's been happening all the way back, even in 2012, 2014, I think, were some of the biggest, biggest, like, monumental shifts for fan pages. And so this is what affects businesses. Right. You know, the, but the reach went, you know, even all the way back in 2012, the reach 
drop down to like maybe 16%. And then like two years later, it dropped down to like six, right? somewhere in those ballparks, you know? And, and so, you know, I'm like, well, where's the outrage? <laughs> right. Exactly. Where's that? Yeah. And I, you know, people did complain about it then, but it's just like when it would, to me, it's just ridiculous. They're still complaining about it in 2018 when I'm like, dude, like they, they've been telling you this. <laughs> yeah. This is not, this is not new. This is not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's well, great to keep track of it and know, you know, that things are changing, but you just, you constantly have to change. And that's kind of where I started. You asked me what, what's been going on with me. You, it, it, it's, it's always the same thing. Right. It's always changing. Digital is always changing. You're having to be very flexible, very agile with your actual marketing strategy in order to, you know, to make sure that you make that next shift and you pay attention to these changes. If you spend all your energy complaining about the in, in, the changes, guess what? You've got none in order to re, regroup and get a new strategy and move out there in a very dynamic way. Right. Well, now let's talk about uh, the most, well, the most recent Facebook bomb, of course, which yeah. is the whole business page algorithm thing. And I was curious when I had first heard about this and what was going to happen. And of course, you know, everyone's like, everyone's running through the streets, waving their arms like the sky is falling. But like, right. what have you personally, being that you obviously you're, you are a uh, a marketing company, what have you noticed as far as people's reactions? Are they freaking out? Is it like no big deal? What, what's what been your experience? Well, I mean, yeah, people are freaking out. And then some people are like, it's no big deal. But it all depends upon how heavily are they, you know, predicating their marketing success on their Facebook page. Right. right. <laughs> that's, that's the degree to which people should be freaking out. And I've said for many, many years, and this is why we are a content marketing, you know, firm, is that you should be at all times you know, using something like Facebook, with, which is a channel, a third-party channel, in order to move people to your website in order to capture them and own your audience. Going on Facebook does not own your audience. You still are always going to be paying, you know, to reach the people that you and even the fans that you've carefully cultivated. Right. And so, you know, I've said this a million times, but, you know, if you were to go look at Little Bird Marketing's Facebook page – we look like we're really lonely, like we have no friends, like people don't comment or share or, you know, like <laughs> there's not a whole lot of that going on. Right. But I got to tell you, you know, if you look at the posts, we have tons of – why do I keep doing it? Because it's successful because people, when they do see it, it is relevant and good content. And so they don't stay on Facebook. They click the link. And they move to our website and we engage with them. They give up their email address to us directly in order to get the amazing content. Some, you know, we've, we've been relevant to them. We're helping them right. and we're giving them something of value. And so they interact with us and now we own that list and we can then turn around and nurture that list and in whatever our set of drip campaigns or mm -hmm. whatever it is that we're doing. And we've talked about this before also. We're not. You know, there are some people who really abuse that and take that and just like send you a million things. And you're like, are you kidding me? My gosh. Right. Right. You know, and we are we are actually a little bit the opposite. I let people take that. They want to come in and get the free thing and stuff. People, a lot of people, they're they're not ready to engage with us. And it's not in my best interest to just beat something over the head and make someone into a marketing client. Right, right. So, you know, so kind of back to my point is that Facebook for us is simply 
a, you know, it's simply a vehicle. And I, let me, let me go just a little deeper for a minute. And I talk about this a lot as I'm out speaking at market research conferences and, you know, speaking on marketing for a lot of, you know, in, in various places. I just happen to be at a lot of market research conferences, but, you know, I talk about um, a lot of times pulling the audience, like who likes Uber, who likes Lyft and I'll get, you know, here are the diehard fans, right? And so they think that that's what I'm talking about. Do you like this? Do you like that? And then I said, okay, but when was the last time you got in that Uber or that Lyft and you told the driver, hey, just take me anywhere you want to go? Oh. And they're all like, oh, that's ridiculous. Everybody laughs. It's just like, I don't do that. That's, you know, they're like, that's unsafe. That's stupid. That's, you know, whatever the comment. I'm like, that's what you're doing on Facebook. Facebook Wow. That's such a great analogy. Facebook likes Facebook. Twitter likes Twitter. You know, LinkedIn right. likes LinkedIn. They want you to do the thing they want you to do. And you have to ask yourself, when I get onto this vehicle, where was I trying to go? Right. And so for me, getting on Facebook, my drive is always, well, let me leverage the beauty that is social media and reach even if it's plummeting, <laughs> you know, right. let's talk about the organic reach plummeting. But as Guy Kawasaki said, social media is God's gift to entrepreneurs. We now get to have a reach, a direct connect in order to get people to us. But if there is no follow-up strategy in order to own your own list, then you will constantly be paying that piper. Right. That is Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I know I just went down a rabbit hole there, but I'm kind of like, you know, people can, you know, cry all they want about a change in the reach in in, in Facebook, but what they really should be crying about is that they have no plan. Right. They have no marketing strategy. And so the reality is, is that they actually are more confused about what these changes in Facebook mean for them rather than they're devastated. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, now yeah. let me ask you this because we have talked about this before in the past, but now do you think it is based on this whole new business page algorithm thing that's happening? Mm-hmm. Do you think it is still important to create like a business? Like I always hate using this word cause it sounds like, I don't know, a fanboy thing, but it really is. I mean, is it still mm-hmm. important to create like a fan page for your business? I think it's, well, two things. <laughs> I'd say yes and no. First of okay. all, <laughs> is your audience, is your ideal client on Facebook? If they are, then absolutely unequivocally. Like it's following the eyeballs. That's is a that solid where question. It, is your persona, which is why in content marketing, we start with your persona. Who is your ideal client? Which it, anybody can get that free resource on my website littlebirdmarketing.com forward slash resources, and there's a persona guide. Don't do anything. Don't do anything in marketing until you get your persona. If your persona's eyeballs are in Facebook, then yes, you should be on Facebook. But then, so if, you know, no, if they're not, unequivocally, no. Why would you be spending any time or energy there? So if the answer is unequivocally yes, then the question really becomes, what should I be doing there? And that's the difference of people who are there, you know, because you're going to get crappy reach, okay? This, you know, it, it's been going down. It's not right. new, but it has been going down more. And, you know, with what happened in 2018 with, you know, the misuse of, uh, you know, people's data by Cambridge Analytica, you know, Facebook really had to publicly 
take a deep look at privacy of issues and how they are exploiting the information that we're right. giving them. But it, it, it is it is nothing new. OK, so what I was saying about, you know, Facebook. So if you have to be on there, yes, I think it is important to cultivate a fan base and followers and things like that to the degree um, that people are going to find it helpful. And are they, you know, you can't just show up on Facebook and kind of mark it off like, oh, I'm doing it. Like I'm writing a blog and posting stuff. Really, it it is in this sense harder and harder to get the job done. I would say that for like your average business, we have to be incredibly clever. We have to really think through the content. But for the companies who really think through the content and know their strategy going in, it is an incredibly powerful tool, and I don't know why anybody wouldn't use it. Right. Okay. Does that well, makes that makes sense. sense. Yeah, it totally does. It totally does. I just think it's such a time suck. You know, people a lot of times think, oh, I everybody should be on Facebook uh, for business, and so I am. Check. Right. Like, not just showing up is not going to work. That's actually more of a waste of time. Well, remember, remember back when and. Uh, I may be showing my age on this, but mm-hmm. when websites first started becoming a thing for businesses, mm-hmm. and everybody thought, if I just build a web page, I'm going to become a millionaire. Right. <laughs> and they didn't consider they didn't consider the marketing aspect. They didn't consider their audience, like you were talking about. And it just feels like every new iteration of social media, be it Twitter, uh, Facebook, or whatever the 15 different Facebook clones that are out there mm-hmm. uh, are doing. It's like it's you still have to have a plan. You can't just show up and expect people to, you know, start lining up to buy your product. There, there has to be a marketing plan in place that's going to implement the tool mm-hmm. that is Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, okay, exactly what you just said. I'm going to say it again. You have to have a marketing plan that's going to implement the tool that is Facebook or whatever. Okay. Right. Pull quote right there. All right. Thank you. <laughs> By Dan Libet. Good job. Good job, Dan. <laughs> now we both said it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. But, uh, you know, so let, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, Facebook <coughs> really actually has been encouraging marketers for quite a long time to look at your fan base as really a way, a, a part of the tool, but that paid advertising is actually more effective. <gasps> Wait, newsflash. They're a company. <laughs> <laughs> This just in. This just in. Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> wants to make money. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, basically they're saying, look, we, we didn't originally design it just as a free broadcast channel for your business. You know, I right. somehow you, you, you know, deduce that, but that's not Mark's fault. Right. Um, but they keep telling us as marketers, well, just assume that your organic reach will eventually arrive at zero just naturally. So if you want to reach your target audience, they've really prepped us for a long time that you're going to have to supplement organic efforts with some paid advertising. And I guess my reaction to that is, you know, people be like, oh, I have to pay for it. Yeah. What do you not have to pay for? You don't have, you have to pay for, you know, ads on TV. You have to pay for billboards. So why are we crying that we have to, you know, supplement (laughs) what we're doing (laughs) on a free channel with some actual money behind it? So to me, that's, that's kind of the crazy talk. It's like, but it's because people come at it from a assumption that it should be free, which I don't know where they get. But, you know, so then people ask me the second part is, well, are Facebook ads worth it? 
Well, again, I point back to, well, do you have a strategy? Do you know what you're paying for? Do you know what your cost, you know, per click is? What are you trying to get people to do? And do you know that your people are on Facebook? Right. So it goes all the way back to persona, as everything always does with me. And then, okay, what is that content? And then, you know, that's the other big piece why we're, you know, we're content experts and we're inbound marketing. And, you know, we're all about growing your list, owning your list. You need to be able to access your list without going through a third party. Right. From day one, I mean, I can't tell you how many people on this podcast who are entrepreneurs that I've talked to. And when I ask them what's the one thing they would go back and change about their work, they would say, I would have started building my email list day one. Yeah. Yeah. List growth, whether you do that by, and I'll throw in just even another like thing, even by doing that with a quiz, they're, they're so cheap. And I mean, even, you know, I have a, a, um, a connection with uh, Try Interact with, um, with Interact, Interact quiz making. Seriously, that you could take this one tip from here. Go to tryinteract.com, try out making a little quiz, kind of like a BuzzFeed quiz, grow your list. <clears throat> People want to take these quizzes. You can grow a nice little email list. Um, you can use the code word bird for a discount, B-I-R-D. We have a, a connection with them. But I just throw that in there as just a for example. There's a million things that cost you hardly any money that then can show up on Facebook, even with a small amount of organic reach or with a small 25 bucks, 50 bucks on Facebook. You know, the barrier to entry to get to your people, your most desired people, is so low. Right. People should be running around in the streets naked shouting amazing things about it. <laughs> well, well, if they are, I'm sure they're going to get arrested. But right. we prefer you to have your clothes on if you're going to run uh, through the streets naked. I well, just now- think it's popular to get very negative about the changes. And oh, it's like, yeah. What, you know, what does that help anybody? Just deal with the declining organic reach on Facebook you know, get more selective about what you post. Right. You know, you're not, um, who is it that, you know, said, you know, marketing, like quit spraying and praying. Right, right. <laughs> you know, uh, you actually need to get, get really drilled down to your target specific audience so that when someone does see it, since it's so few times that they see the pages, you know, then make sure that when they see it, it's like, oh, I can't help but click. Right. And, now and, let me- and also look at what you click on. You could learn something by what is it that you think is amazing. Oh yeah, if you if even just a little bit of self monitoring can reveal a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, now let me ask you this. So we we covered it a little bit, but I'd like to just go a little more in depth on this. Okay. So, like, if let's say I'm a business owner, my organic uh, content stuff that I'm producing isn't really pulling the way I would prefer. Should I be paying for content? Well, okay. Should I be paying for it? You mean get paying ads to get it see your content seen? Yeah, yeah. Well, as a as a content marketing company, I'd say number one, you should be paying for content. You should have experts. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for the tea up. But yeah. <laughs> But, okay, let's say you're amazing. I'll marketer. send you a bill for that. Okay, that great. Um, uh, with the you know, if you are great at content, you really know you've done your persona work, which you can do for free through me, um, done your persona work and you can write great content. Go, go do that and put it out there. 
should you should you you know um, pay for it? Yes and no. You should not pay for it just blindly, but you should pay for it if you could actually take a little bit more time and do a very simple A/B test. And I, you know, I'm, I didn't wasn't thinking that we were going to talk about this today, but it is super helpful, and I'm going to touch on it just really quickly. It's not A B C D E F test. It's called right. A/B test for a reason. So if you want to spend you know, 50 bucks, let's say, let 50 bucks on, on, um, Facebook. You're like, okay, that's my max. It's kind of like when I go to Vegas, my number 75. After I've spent right. $75, I'm done. <laughs> you just go into it. You know what your budget is. Right. So instead of just going out and blindly saying, Hey, I like this content. I'm going to boost this. No, no, no. Make Facebook ads your friends. Go into the business manager and actually create two ads. They let you put, put the exact same copy in the two ads, exact same copy in the two ads and create and choose two um, different pictures, two different photos to go with it. Okay. Right. And now of that $50, you're going to take maybe, uh, you know, 15 and 15 of it. Okay. And you're going to watch it for one or two days. And you're going to see in one or two days that one of those photos emerges a winner. One is better than the other. Right. So right. you're going to turn off the one that is performing worse and you're going to then create another one that is that same photo um, but now with different copy and you're going to test the copy a b copy mm, test okay. say okay well now i know this photo is a winner now let's see which copy works better and that's just a very simple thing i mean obviously we do that on a massively large scale but you can do that with 50 bucks on facebook and then you learn what is resonating with people and you see what copy performs better, what, you know, picture performs better. But if you try and make four different ones with four different things, you know, you just can't, you can't do that all right. at one time and figure out just, this is a simple logic puzzle. And so, you know, yeah, should I, should I boost my content? Yeah, but don't just go in and boost it. Actually go into the ads and create an ad mm. for, and be clear about what is the action that you want people to do and people fail to do that a lot they just put their news out there well right. that you know do you really just want people reading your blog really i mean maybe you do if that's a part of the strategy you need more website traffic so you can sell ads on your site okay then i'm all for it but a lot of people just mimic what other people are doing without thinking through the strategy themselves what are you trying to get people to do and did you make it very clear and easy for them to take that next click you know to do it so if you have those right. things correct, you know, then yes, I'd say, yeah, spend money on it. That's great because you've got all your ducks in a row. But don't spend money there when your ducks are running around in the yard. Like Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me this then, like, so as in this crazy climate that we're in right now, like, what tips do you have for businesses that are, like, starting to pull their hair out over all the changes and they're not sure what to do next and all of that. Like what would, what would Priscilla mm -hmm. tell these people? Okay. Number one, which is what I've been harping on is, could you please quit pretending it's a free platform? <laughs> Let's all just start treating Facebook for what it is. It's a yes. paid platform. Okay. So yes. if you can kind of get over that, just that mindset shift, you'd be great. Then some other like little tips. First of all, I'd say, um, video, video, video. That's my number one, number two, number three. <laughs> nice. Um, you know, and to that end, the, the, the video, the reason behind that is still video, um, in algorithm is still performing better, 
um, then, you know, do you remember once, like once upon a time when we just did text on Facebook and people were like, oh, put an image, put an image. Right, right. <laughs> now it's put a video, please. Exactly. <laughs> um, so there's that. But I will say this. A lot of people see that. And so they think, oh, yeah, I'll share my video. So they go in and they create a link and they share their video that's on YouTube or share, you know, Vimeo or whatever. And I just want to remind people, Facebook likes Facebook. Okay, right. so they don't want to to have you put they actually will punish you for putting a link in a post. They don't want you to say, oh, can you take someone off of Facebook and go take them to YouTube? Right. A company that's owned by different people. No, right. Facebook, of course, their algorithm's not going to like that. And so if you want to, you know, I would say take your videos and even if they've been on YouTube and actually load them to your page, upload them on Facebook because Facebook likes Facebook. It's going to show a right. video that's uploaded organically that's native to Facebook. So do you see how like these things are pretty simple? But yeah. if you if you get your mindset of going, oh, they're a business, what is the behavior they want us to do? If you play along, then you're you're gonna benefit from the algorithm. I think Facebook. you should make a needle point and sell it that says <laughs> Facebook likes Facebook. <laughs> okay, that could be in our new swag. I think so. I think so. I think <laughs> like that would be good. You know, so then I would say, you know, video of course so, so you know, for me absolutely just get just change your mind. This is a paid platform. Number two right, right. um video, number three video, number four video. And then um <laughs> you know then I would say two other things. You know, try Facebook Live. You know, it, it's really interesting because people think about, oh, like people aren't going to watch live. You know, they can see it later. Yes. <laughs> you know, people just kind of I don't know why people just don't get that. But um, for right now, that's a really great way to generate buzz. And, you know, you can broadcast like several minutes. Of course, everybody's not going to be listening to it. But, you know, make it authentic. You know, maybe show something different than other people are. Maybe show something behind the scenes that your company is doing or yes. just think, again, go back to your persona. What would they like to see? And then I guess my last thing I would say is um, really about understanding the difference between what is your owned asset and what assets you're leasing. Mm. So that is the biggest thing. And, and it is a huge push for content marketing and inbound marketing and the expertise that we do. Because it, it doesn't matter what you're doing on, on Facebook at any time. Just remember, you don't own Facebook. Right. <laughs> and, right. you know, and, and, and you're never going to own Facebook. So right. how can you own your stuff? How can you get people to a place, a digital channel that you own and you control for most people that's your website that's your blog made for us it's our resource pages you know and you have to spend the money and the investment i mean all of the things that resources that we give away for free on our website let me Mm -hmm. tell you they took a lot of time and effort to create oh yes you know, and so you can't, you know, expect people to come there and give your their email address and and trust you with that private information if you don't create really epic stuff. Right. So create epic stuff so that you can come in and say, hey, I'll give you my epic stuff if you follow me away from Facebook and you come to something that I can own. I can connect with you and I can interact with you now. Right. So that's the to me that would be the the colossal win that any any owner could could do is to really think about you know your putting the effort and your energy and your focus on your owned assets. Yeah. No, I agree. 
It totally <laughs> makes sense. Totally. This makes is sense. fun to talk about, though. It really is. Honestly, this has been a great conversation because, and one that I think is long overdue, honestly. I, mean, I know we've, I know there have been times where we've talked about it in small fragments, but, but sometimes you just gotta sit down and really dig through the, the horse manure to find a pony. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like you really have to. Yeah. And I think it's to remind people, you know what? There is a pony and we didn't have this pony before. Right. So quit, quit crying because yes, the exactly. pony's actually pretty amazing. Yeah. You just got to brush it off a little bit. <laughs> this has been the extended <laughs> metaphor edition of Pondering from the Birds. We really had a lot of good metaphors. Man, there were some really good ones. I, I think we should do a book. Okay. <laughs> we'll call it Metaphors from the Perch. Okay. <laughs> I think that'll be perfect. Well, Priscilla, thanks so much for taking the time to have this conversation. Yeah, I know that good. you've been crazy busy and running around the country uh, dispensing wisdom wherever you go. Mm, is that what I'm doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. That's what I wrote down to say. Okay, it's, that's it's, good. It sounded really good, though. I liked it. That's but, awesome. um but we will definitely continue this conversation at another time because, I mean, well, I'm sure tomorrow Facebook will make some change. And right, absolutely. And, and you know, we write about it a lot. So if this is something that's really pressing and in this very, you know, something that is probably harming your strategy in, in business, you know, just know that on our website you can do a search and read at, you know, at your leisure. Read all the different things that we've written about Facebook and, you know, what you can do. We also have on our resources page an actual guide um about you know getting better engagement and better reach on Facebook so if this is a, a problem for you uh you know go look and see what other resources we have and dig a little bit deeper right well listeners of course we'd love to hear your feedback and hear what you have to say about all of the uh, uh what should we call it interesting changes over in <laughs> Facebook land <laughs> <laughs> and what what you think about those Mark Zuckerberg memes that are out there? We'd exactly. love to hear that too. So make sure you drop us a line on our Facebook page, ironically, or uh, on the Little Bird website because we need to hear from you. So from Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast, this is Dan Lebeter along with Priscilla McKinney saying, "Have a great day." This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.